Pipe Network presents Spoilers ahead, review buddies. If you haven't seen A Discovery of Witches Series 1 and 2, or maybe you're someone who wants to stay away from the TV adaptation of Deborah Harkness's All Souls book series, This is a spoiler warning for you as I'll be tackling major plot points and story arcs for A Discovery of Witches Series 1, 2, and 3 in this review of the show's final installment. But before anything else, you might want to catch up first on my review of Series 1 and 2 from my previous episode. That's review number 59, A Discovery of Witches Series 1 and 2. Alright, all caught up? Let's go on over to Series 3. A Discovery of Witches Series 3 starts off with the newlyweds Diana and Matthew coming back to Septuors from their time-walking adventure in the 1590s. The two is greeted by devastating news of Emily Mather's death as she defended one of the pages of the Book of Life from the scheming hands of Peter Knox. After giving Em a funeral, Diana and Matthew's allies regroup at Septuor following the revelation that Diana is pregnant to Matthew's twins, a news that worries Isabeau and the vampires of the de Clermont family. As Matthew carries the blood rage gene and may in turn pass it on to his children, Diana in the Witches, however, looks at the brighter side and assures everyone that whatever the babies turn out to be, vampire or witch, they will love them all the same. Together with Marcus and Phoebe and Sarah and Miriam, Gallo Glass also returns to Septors and make himself known to Diana as an invisible guardian waiting for her for centuries and ensuring that she finds her way to Matthew in accordance to Philippe's orders. As the news of the interbreeding reaches the congregation via Peter Knox, the head of the de Clermont family and the congregation, Baldwin, orders that the twins be tested for blood rage and denounces the twins and Diana's inclusion to the family. Vampire Domenico also discovers more about the blood rage vampire killing people in the UK. Gerber also sets a mission to end the Declaremonts following their crime against the covenant of interbreeding. In London, in a safe place provided by a vampire named Fernando, for the group to spend time in during Diana's pregnancy, another familiar face pays the witch a visit. Father Hubbard from the 1590s arrives with a young man. The young boy Jack from centuries ago is now a teenager and is now also a vampire. To Matthew's shock, Diana reveals that she gave Father Hubbard a drop of her blood to keep a secret for her. The responsibility of Hubbard to keep Jack safe. Hubbard explains that when a plague wiped out people centuries ago, he had to turn Jack into a vampire to keep him from dying. A more pressing matter though, Domenico gives Baldwin the information that Jack was in fact the blood rage vampire they're looking for. With this, Baldwin orders Matthew to take responsibility and kill the boy. Diana opposes and encourages him to find another way. Another threat rises as Jack brings the news that Matthew's son, Benjamin, was the one making him do the killings. Domenico also finds out that Gerber has been contacting Benjamin and that Benjamin has been finding an ally in the evil weaver Satu in his mission to get back to his father and get Diana for himself. 
So to bring order to the warring congregation of species and to ensure the safety of their newborn children, Diana and Matthew creates a grand plan and enlists all help that they can get. While Matthew trains Jack to control himself and hunt for Benjamin, he enlists Miriam Shepard and Diana's human scientist friend Chris to find a cure for blood rage. Diana, on the other hand, receives help from Sarah, Phoebe, Galoglass, and Fernando to retrieve the missing pages of the Book of Life. And thus, Diana finds the remaining two pages, one in the hands of Father Hubbard and another in a demon's possession. Miriam and Chris's study reveals that the origin of blood rage is in fact already present in Matthew's human gene, and that the declining population of the species is because of the Covenant's separatist rule, a truth that Diana will then uncover as she finds out what connects all species, vampire, witches, and demons, all revealed by the Book of Life. A Discovery of Witches closes its books as it wraps its impressive run with Series 3, A Fantastic Way to End a Fantastical Journey. A Discovery of Witches Series 3 brings all our favorite characters back together in present time to resolve the issues that's been haunting them and the congregation of species. The mystery to vampires' blood rage, demons' declining mental health, and Diana's spell-weaving potential all touched on and gets closure in this final installment. Humans' interactions with the species and how they fit in the overall origin and future of the creatures were also given spotlights thanks to Phoebe and Chris. But the Book of Life takes center stage as Diana finally pieces it back together and opens up the secrets that connects every creature, vampires, witches, and demons. Although book readers will notice huge differences and changes from book to screen, from characters to story arcs, and with more than one anticlimactic face-offs, the show still delivered in providing cool magic battles, great dialogue, character interactions that will have you ask for more, and a compelling story that no matter how short or rushed was still satisfying in the end. With only seven episodes in its final installment, Discovery of Witches could have been more but chose not to, a move which I think paid off as the story felt complete and its characters all finding the resolution they needed in the end. A show that has redefined the fantastical creature genre, A Discovery of Witches moved away from the cheesy romance typical vampire sagas have and focused more on a compelling lore and the mystery and presented it as a true adult drama. With three seasons and 25 episodes that ran from 2018 to 2022, A Discovery of Witches, no matter how short-lived, proved to be one of the best executed shows in the creature fantasy genre with great characters it connect to and a story that would suck you in right from your first viewing. A Discovery of Witches is a show fantasy book readers and genre TV enthusiasts needs to see at least once in their lives. That's my review for Series 3, the final installment of A Discovery of Witches. I will terribly miss the show. Have you seen A Discovery of Witches? Have you read the books? What do you think about the adaptation? Did it satisfy you? As a fan of the books, are you sad it's over? 
Tell me your answers to all of those questions on our social media pages. Review is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Review Podcast. Follow me on TV Time to know what I'm currently watching. The link to my profile is in the description. Also use our affiliate link whenever you do your online shopping at Lazada. Link is also in the episode description. Thanks for listening, Review Buddies. I'm your host, YB Wesley. Don't forget to smile today. This is Review. If you like Review and would like to support the show, consider buying us coffee. Link in the description of this episode. For more local podcasts, check out more shows from Pipe Network. Mainit na diskusyonan. Masarap na kwentuhan. Malinamnam na usapan. At nakakagising na balitaktakan. Parang, Parang kape lang. My name is Jeff. And I'm Waya Angeline. Join us in our conversations at, at Coffee, Coffee na lang, lang Dear, dear Podcast. podcast.